Hello, world. Hello, hello, hello. That's Miss Glam, and you got your girl Mo Hazel, and we're just two badass besties. Adi, 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 adi. That's insider. Uh, episode 72. She is teasing tech support. Ask him the question, are you looking for another job? <laughs> what you think he's doing? All he's doing is proving that we don't need him. Right? We're going to replace him. I had your sound. The levels were up. How was it in post? I mean, decent. It was good, yeah. You know how they say, that, um, go ahead and leave. You will be replaced. <laughs> Oh, we're just messing with you, tech support. No, we're not. I'm messing with you. Miss Glam said, no, she's not. She's standing ground. She's standing her ground. Miss <laughs> Glam. Yeah, You ready to get into this weekly delight? I am. All right. Weekly delight. It's where we take a person, place, a thing, inspirational quote. It can be books. It can be food. It can be music. It can be sexy clothes. Ass out. Ass out. Ass out. Uh, just whatever is keeping us pumped and getting to fry yay. You ready? Ready. All right, Miss Glam, you're up first. My sister had surgery and it went well. So that's my weekly delight. Amen. So we've been taking care of her and her road to recovery. Have you been fixing her meals? No. Have you been, you know, cleaning her house and no. waiting on her hand? a foot no i mean that's how you're supposed to do it no <laughs> that's not how you do it Mm-mm. that's not how sisters do it <laughs> no, not how we do it so as she's going because i was with her before she went to surgery sure. and as you know they take you back in the surgery they yeah, like roll you in that bed they say go ahead give them you know last minute kisses and hugs you know go ahead and because you know they asked about relations stuff so they knew i was her sister all right give her one last kiss goodbye before she goes, goes to surgery, surgery yeah. and we just looked at each other and we have that smirk of i don't want to kiss you like no nah, I'm good. I'll pass. And so the, the nurses look at us like, huh? Why y'all looking at each other like that? Obviously you care because you're here. Obviously she wants you here. Right. You love each other clearly. Hey. And we were like, we don't do that. Yeah. No, we don't do that. Do anything for love, love you, but bye. you won't do that, right? Love yeah. you, bye. Yeah. See you in a few. Yeah. See you in an hour. <laughs> bye. I'll be in the waiting room. <sighs> but yeah, you could tell that the nurses were highly confused. Right. But right. you know, that's how my family Y'all understood down. it. That was an insider. Yes. That was an insider. That's what, see, now you know. When you be like, like, give me a hug and I look at you crazy. This is why. I mean, but you ain't tell me that. You just let me look like I'm unloved. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't a part of the insider. I'm not I'm not Blame in my there. parents. See, this Blame is, my parents. See, it's at times like this, I tell Blame you. Blame my parents. That blood, like man. even now, if I was like, mommy, get away from me. <laughs> then why do you do it to your niece? Mm. It's different. How's it? She blood. I know, but I don't. She I do. But half time, I be telling her to get away from me. No. Get away from me. She, she only didn't. wants to be underneath me when she wants some or she's sick. That's the only two reasons. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> <laughs> but so she's doing well, recovering. She's healing pretty quickly. Yes. Okay. All right. That's good. And she's happy with the results? Yes. All right. That's it. My weekly delight. Man, I had one and then I changed it today. I had two COVID deliveries at my door. COVID? COVID deliveries. So the first one was soft cookies. You enjoyed them soft cookies. I did. They were delivered. I got a doorbell ring and they dashed. What's a COVID delivery? COVID delivery means you don't, you don't need to see me. I just want to tell you, here's the package. I'm going to my car so I don't catch nothing. Bye. 
It was oh. just a random drive-by. You know who dropped the cookies yes, off? Yes, Are you I sure? Because yes. I ate that cookie. Yes, and it was good. I promise it was okay. safely made. The beautiful being made us soft cookies. Um, she asked for our address yesterday, and uh, Light Clockwork came and dropped them off. And they were very the yummy. the daylight was gone. And they were very soft and yummy mm-hmm. and fluffy. She's just dropping off love gifts to different people. And so it's um, a part of the film community that I'm with, and so she's just dropping them off to different people that I she hope this touched. rubs off on Mo Hazel and she Man, I thought love, about it. Listen, love gifts to me. Listen, I thought about it for 2.5 seconds. I was like, wow, that is so sweet. Such an old soul. And, you know, I should do you that. Should do and that. as I ate those cookies. Make sure that Tech Support makes peanut butter cookies for moi. Uh, so, I, anyways. But the second. Which means I ain't getting no damn peanut butter cookies. Right now. So, listen. Back in the day, you used to. You got your, your just do. It is my turn. You used when, to get anything you wanted when you came to our apartment. It's my turn. Where are my cookies? You used, to get, you used to get fresh cookies yeah i get packaged cookies i got cookies because you lived with your hut well you you ain't gotta make it you gotta you gotta boo just you drop it off i don't i don't care who makes it you can do meals but he doesn't bake i will take those as well i don't have to have cookies i i don't discriminate you know i put anything in my tummy he cooks all the time i take all the time and it's prettily plated nice my second covid delivery was barack obama a promised land book who bought you a book my mama oh she just dropped it off she says i thought you might want to read it because she knew i read michelle so she got it and dropped it off and took off into the daylight so i have the i like the encouragement of reading listen i've been reading i just don't read as many as you but i i am i actually did want to read that book that was definitely one because i've read um one of his books before and he's I'm about uh, to go on a hole i'm supposed to read 50 books this year 52 books every year and i think i'm at 40 okay i gotta go into a hole you gotta go into a hole but you can make it happen technically i got 30 plus days mm-hmm. i can read 30 plus books you can make it happen book make a day. It ha- i'm um i'm almost done with um our book lovecraft country too all right yeah i'm gonna read this weekend that's all right no 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 not you take your time but i'm just letting you know i'm almost done anywho you ready to get into this topic girl i am all right netflix no chill pretty much with this topic black love there's this program called black love and there's a couple on there on deval and k and he's a former nfl player they were called sweethearts yeah he's a former nfl player he played for um the cleveland browns and the seahawks and they were um featured on black love where it's different couples that talk about different topics in regard to relationships and they have a podcast i was introduced to them through Black Love, but we're on this topic because they have a podcast called Dead Ass Podcast. Shout out to the title, Dead Ass Podcast. <laughs> And on this particular episode, they talked about monogamy and marriage. Um, so we are going to play a clip. As a woman, because I don't I don't want to say it's a man versus woman thing, but a lot of women do complain, oh, my husband's always on me. Why is he always on me? Mm-hmm. If sex is going to be a chore for you that you don't really want to do, why do women constantly push monogamy on men? If you know that you don't want to have to deal with him all the time just wanting you, mm-hmm. why do you push monogamy on men? Well, who's to say I pushed anything on anybody? 
like well we know that people, you pushed monogamy on me i pushed monogamy i forced you to get married to me time out i didn't say you forced me to get married but you, did you not say to me that you wanted to be engaged and you wanted to be married before you lived with me you I didn't want, say that i want a billion dollars that don't mean i'm gonna get it i but, can want but something but not you, you right now you're dodging the question nobody pressed you to, to do it yes is that something i wanted yes it was but you didn't press me to, are you gonna lie now so to the people because we talking about sex Deval, you're gonna Deval, lie now to the people deval knowing Kanine, you strong, didn't want monogamy of course i did so then why are you avoiding the question that's not avoiding the question i'm saying does that mean because i want it and i requested that that you were going to deliver it like nobody pressed you for that Tom, you just said you wanted it and requested it do you not hear yourself i can make a request is the request going to be granted am i that's not up am to I, you, bro? Am I not granting you monogamy? You are granting it to so, me. So this is my question. Look this at is my question. Always look at this. Look at, look at your boy. Look at your boy. This is my question. If you wanted monogamy, okay. Why would you want monogamy if monogamy if if sex is a chore for you? That's the question. You're avoiding the question. I'm not avoiding the question. But at first you said men, women or or in general me specifically are pushing monogamy on somebody. Okay, yes, that's something that I wanted. But I didn't press you for it and be like, Deval, I'm gonna hold a gun to time your out. head to propose to so me. Time out. Do also, women? Also, also, okay. let me finish. I don't feel like I was adequately prepared for marriage. And I've said that before because if I knew that marriage and monogamy was going to involve me trying to meet you where you were at sexually for years to come, then I probably would have reevaluated it if I wanted to be monogamous anyway. So that's just a little snippet of their podcast and, and kind of what they were talking about. But there was a response made. And a Mr. Derek Jackson, he is a self-love ambassador and author, and he also married his college sweetheart and has at least a kid or two. And so his response was pretty much, you know, dealing, talking about pressure versus setting standards and men not understanding when women have growth. We're going to play that clip. There's a difference between a woman that is pressuring you and a woman that is setting a standard. Pressure is like trying to coerce over and over again, um, repetitive begging or, you know, repositioning of something that they've already asked, you've already said no to. But by the sounds of what she said and the fact that he didn't refute it or anything like that, it sounds to me like almost like whenever you go to like a car dealership, you're interested in buying a car from somebody, they may let you test drive it for free and that's cool. But then at some point they may say, you know what? No more test driving, no more enjoying this car. The price of this car is $100,000. That's not pressure. <laughs> that's a standard that's being communicated to you because you have every right to go ahead and walk from point A to point B if you want to or go choose another car for, you know, 20000 or something that's more budget friendly for you. But if you want to continue enjoying that car, the price is whatever it is. That sounds more like where she stood. And that's what I hear a lot of whenever women are saying that their standards are X, Y and Z. But a lot of resentment comes from, I think, from guys who don't understand growth. And the price you pay for loving a woman that is growing is needing to adjust whenever these standards come up. These things are being communicated and it's not quite what it was whenever y'all first began. But it's indicative of a woman that's learning more about life, learning more about herself, and she's acting on that. But if she really loves you, she's going to do what this woman is doing, Kadeen is doing in this situation and say, hey, I'm going here with my life. I'm going here with my spirituality or whatever the case may be that the standard is coming to protect. And I want to bring you with me if you want to come. But I didn't get pressure from that. Uh, second thing that stuck out to me was how he characterized monogamy as something that was not really his choice. <laughs> you know, in, a, in just one of the choices that's on the table as far as he's concerned. So think of it like this. What if you heard a guy say, you know, y'all women out there, y'all be pressuring us and pushing us, you know, to be heterosexual. But then whenever we be with you, you don't want to give up the cheeks that much. 
You're going to be like, well, I'm going to be like, whoa, wait, wait, what did you just say? First off, what are the alternatives? And at the point of marriage, which they're at, from what I can tell anyway, at the point of marriage, why wasn't this just as much of your choice as it was hers before you even met her? But maybe that was just the wrong word choice or something like that. Who knows? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because the biggest takeaway was the conversation around sex whenever she was talking about, you know, maybe I wasn't ready for marriage whenever we first began. I didn't know these things were going to affect my sex drive. And it could be just me. But what came off was that he was still caught up in a lot of frustration and maybe some of the words that she used or something like that. But he totally missed the opportunity to hear what she was really saying, which is as time has gone on, as we've gotten closer, as I've gone through life experiences, not only my sex drive, but the things that impact my sex drive has drastically changed. And that's what happens with a lot of women. I've been in that boat of men who have had somewhat of a cultivated ignorance uh, based on our sexual experience before marriage. This is one of the drawbacks to having sex before marriage, by the way, not even being religious. This is strict, strictly practical because we set the tone for relationship sex with the kind of sex we was having whenever we were single. Okay, so now we have two different spectrums. But I like that it's because like the first one was the husband mm -hmm. and then you have a guy's take on what the husband is saying because mm -hmm. clearly he's not understanding what his wife is saying and she's saying it i think she's being clear, I think real clear she said exactly what Derek jackson was saying mm -hmm. he just he understood it yes yeah and what's interesting is he's married also so it's not like this is a single man trying to get some cool points he's been there done that i'm sorry i forgot to mention too mr Derek jackson just like mr deval played football in college he did not go mm. pro but i mean so they have a lot of similarities yeah. and for all we know and i don't know that's being assumptive they may have had similar backgrounds in regard to you know how men are raised or mm -hmm. presumptions but there's still some similarities to where he could easily see this man point and yeah. take a side but yet he understands this woman's uh point. he understands That's what she's saying he's listening to what she's saying whose point of view did you enjoy the most or agreed with the most and what were some ahas or some interesting takes that you got from this topic because how did we get this topic it was from your uh, sissy, right? yeah my yeah. sissy showed us when we were her. getting our pedicures yeah 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 so she brought it up but it was interesting enough to bring to the show so yes. what are your thoughts Let's be honest. You can see both sides because at the end of the day, they live in their perception. Sure. Clearly, the husband doesn't see all what she's going through. Mm -hmm. It didn't sound like he did a lot around the house. From my perspective. Right. He was the provider, but he wasn't the homemaker. Yes. Yeah. Or even... Or he, just doing his part around the house. Yes. Yeah, I get you. It I get didn't you. seem like that was a dynamic Being because, a provider was enough. Yes. Yeah. It didn't sound like he understood what she was saying because clearly she was going, I'm raising kids. I'm doing, you know... I work just as hard as you, just differently. To me, when he was talking to her, like, what the hell are you doing other than, like... that? It, you, he downplays it. Yes. He downplays it like, you're the lucky one. You're not out here taking the hits. You know, I have to go physically work out and then I got to, you know, get hit. And, you know, every score I make is money making. It's it's stressful. All these things. Right. Because NFL is stressful and it can be a short lived career. Right. But raising children, molding minds, keeping a home, dealing with the stress of being a single mom and trying to be supportive from afar, worrying about you. I mean, she has stressors, too, yeah. and they're valid, but it's downplayed because it may not be physically strenuous well, yeah and i think his job he was right? i mean it was just to me it came across like you have nothing else other to do than to i got a question why aren't you ready to give me some is type it of thing? 
macho attitude or just lack of understanding her side? I took it from a lack of understanding because it did come across that he loves her and the fact that they can have these open conversations and they're still married. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't think it was malintent at all. I think it is truly a lack of understanding. Sure. And then when they're having this conversation, he's so solidified in his, I'm right. And this is why I believe that, that when she's trying to explain, he's not hearing it because he's so I'm digging in defending that the only thing he's hearing is, all right, she stopped talking, defend, stop talking, defend, Mm -hmm. stop talking, defend versus let me process the words that she is saying for understanding versus Mm -hmm. let's win this argument right uh one of the interesting parts is how he was mentioning the the trickery or you know the pushing that's not trickery, and i don't think so i 100 because i feel like to me if i were a man and i'm a woman you have a choice two seconds that i love this woman okay because if i wouldn't that shouldn't be on the table of an issue anyway because i wouldn't be with you if i didn't love you Mm -hmm. right but if you're giving Giving your demands as he is trying to make it seem you still have a choice you, you have no a one, choice you could just as much push back and if you're a worthy man maybe she'll realize it mm-hmm. comes to senses like maybe some or maybe there's a compromise I mean? to or be made a compromise like you know what I don't feel like getting married right now but I need you to know that you could be mm-hmm. and I feel strongly that you are the one give me patience to get there that's not fair to me like that's so it's so it's a, been conversation. a conversation yeah and I get that they were both young that plays into it and being a young couple myself i can understand where men sometimes can get confused it wasn't on my mind now don't get me wrong people pressured when y'all gonna but i didn't want that because honestly shit they do that shit now (laughs) exactly yeah exactly and it still happens and that's the other thing too he don't even know if this young lady was saying it because maybe she was pressured like there you just to say that as she forced it and that's kind of and i think some of it too is growth happens you change because life happens sure. and life experiences change who you are. I'm not the same person who I was in college. I sure as hell ain't the same person who I was in high school. At your core, yes, but your viewpoints, because your experiences color all of that. Yeah. You mature, you get older, you, you know, have more experiences. Why do women push monogamy on men? That was the original question. Why do women require monogamy? I don't want to die, bitch. <laughs> that might just be <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the show, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, but why is it no, such a I mean, push? here's the thing is each person has their own. For me, I don't share. What's mine is mine. If it ain't mine, then go on and give it to whoever the hell it is. Right. That's me. I mean, I know some people who don't give a shit. For me, in a relationship, it needs to be me and you. We're a team. We're a unit. Yes. If. Because it's so much more than just the physical. Yeah. yeah. Whose team are you on? Mine or hers? Right. It's not up for debate because either you on my team or you can kick rocks. With flip-flops. I feel you. Um, I definitely 100% agree. If you're in love, there's an emotional connect. And it seems like when a woman is standing her ground and saying mm-hmm. that I want us to be exclusive, she's essentially saying that her emotional connection to you, this is deeper. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost like saying we, I'm committed to being deeper with you and only you. This gentleman... And gentlemen who believe in that thought, they're saying that you're pushing me to just have sex with one person. It's such a 
two different yeah. thought process well, that because for them I don't but for, they have the connection but I think for men I'm not speaking for all men right. but you know I've heard men say like they can have sex and it not mean anything and they say women can't do that that's not true women can do that but men can't handle that and if women do that then labels get attached to right. that woman correct because they say women can't separate their emotions and, and I just think that feeds into the stereotype yep. or the perception that allows you to do what you want to do mm-hmm. and keeps your woman not doing what because she can do the same thing as you yeah but if I feed you this line then you get to stay home Absolutely. while I get to go do what I want to do right because it's different for me I can separate my emotions no it ain't different do women truly pressure men to marry them and do men feel forced to decide i mean i'm gonna give a misclaim answer it depends i Mm -hmm. mean do i know or read about situations of you will marry me or shotgun weddings because someone got knocked the hell up yeah but at the end of the day you still have a choice no you walk away and i get the sense of i felt pressure because i didn't want to lose that person but at a healthy relationship y'all have a discussion and you figure it out Mm -hmm. Because marriage is supposed to be a lifetime commitment. So I don't know why someone would commit or make that decision when they don't fully feel it. Sure. I've never done it, so I don't know. But I would think that if I made that decision, it would be because I believed it. You know, yes, this is someone who I want. I truly want to spend the rest of my life with not they making me like I wouldn't want to make that type of commitment with that mindset Mm -hmm. because I feel like like that's the energy you're starting off with and that sounds just like bad juju of well I guess versus yay type of thing sure sure does that make sense no I agree I understand where you're coming from here's the thing what's the difference between a woman saying marry me or I gotta go versus a man who decides to propose and if a woman says no then I'm done what's the difference or better yet why is it the man can or, then, that's a pressure or better yet I'm ready to be intimate now if you're not it's exactly. been how many days like exactly. how many dates like that I'm gone he's quick to jump to the assumption that women do it readily do it when men also readily do it I don't even know if Mr. DeVal pressured her into having intimate relationship right yeah not to say all men do that uh, yeah. but if they're cliche I mean, women when, in, in the high conversation school, less cliche men when, in the conversation when you were in high school I had an older guy who was like a brother who sat me down. Here's the things that these high school boys gonna say to you. Yep. If you love me, you will. Yep. They don't mean that shit. Right. <laughs> Let them hold out and see if that works. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and then you'll know, you know. For women, it's seen as it's important piece. Yeah. Whereas for men, oh, why'd you go do that? She kind of made me. Like, it's, an es- mm-hmm. it's a scapegoat. It's other people in your relationship. Yes. And when you're, especially when you're younger, it's very impressionable. And, yes. vi- and can affect how you guys move about. So the next question, why are women held accountable for low sex drive later on? on in a marriage when females attribute lack of sex to being tired from duties that husbands don't help with whether it's cooking or raising kids i think men forget the things they did when and we talked about this one episode when they were boyfriends Mm -hmm. when they were trying to still win you 
Mm-hmm. When you're a boyfriend, you're constantly trying to win your significant other over, you know, because they ain't locked down yet, per, you know, that perception. But when they put a ring on it and then you sign that piece of paper, oh, you now you're mine. There becomes a time where sometimes people forget that people still need to be pursued. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. You know, you still have to try. You still have to do those sweet things and those things that you did as a boy boyfriend that reminding of this is why that sounds like the nicole and boris episode yeah yeah, yeah. this is why we're you know you fell in love with me type of thing it can get bogged down with the day-to-day especially when you have kids i got i got one we're a tribe it's a co-parenting thing she's almost a teen or pretty much a teen right now So when they're younger versus they're older, is it still the same tired or is it, shouldn't it be less tiresome the older they get? I can see if they're babies. That's a lot of attention. But at a certain point, she can bathe herself. Yeah, it's it's a different type of tired. So when they're younger, yeah, they need you more. Sure. But when they're older, you know, like right now I'm in the the preteen, early teen stage. Mm -hmm. Now it's more of, uh, you know, I still got to stay on top of education and grades and, and double check and things like that. But that child's schedule is jam packed. The running around is a job in itself. Mm, okay, fair enough. Um, Keeping up and then she activities. has activities, but you don't get to check out. I still need to know all her friends. I need to know what's going on in her life. I, you know, though you're still a parent. So you go from being just, you know, a caretaker to almost like an investigator. Like, cause and, I mean, they can physically feed themselves. So that's one less thing. They can bathe themselves. You don't I have mean, to she can ABCs. cook certain things. Yeah. You so like feed her too. Yeah. So like yeah. on, you know, certain days of the week, like usually Friday nights is you on your own night. I'm sure there's leftovers in there or there's something that you can whip up. Baby girl, get at it. Cause I'm at but four o'clock that nap time. <laughs> then tra- change to but who are you texting? I mean, you okay. have more time to do things because they don't want to be bothered with you as much. So you can, you know, like I think on the episode, they're saying their kids are older. They don't want to be bothered with them. So they're starting to have date nights a little and bit stuff older. again. Yeah, they're a little bit So older. you can do that because you can leave them home and go out and then come back type sure. thing. You still have to give time to your kids. Okay, but how's that equated into sex? Their so, sleep... You can't get it in when like, you're or why when, can't the husband understand when it is something that she can communicate? Because I don't know if I think it's different what drives men and what drives women. The sex drive for a man is very different from the sex drive from a woman. In most cases, most cases for a woman, it is if I'm tired, I don't feel like it. Like you can walk in the bedroom naked, but shit, I'm tired. Oh, that looks good. Good night. Especially if there was no action behind it but you know like what's that that mr clean commercial where they show the husband you know cleaning up the house and all that stuff and she's Girl, getting turned on tell me tell me the commercial because i haven't seen commercials since 2017 <laughs> So describe the commercial. I'm following you. Tell me the commercial. So it's a Mr. Clean commercial. Okay. I can't remember what it. Like, but she's looking at Mr. Clean. No, she's looking at her husband. Okay. Clean the house, and mm-hmm. she's like getting turned on because he's cleaning. Yes. And think about it. When you know, as a grown woman who goes to work and has so much shit to do, if you come home and your husband has cleaned the house, drop them drawers. Thank you. you know. I, that is just so sexy. 
But know, think about it. In high school, if he had cleaned your room, that would have been like my mama do that. I mean, <laughs> now she doesn't. And just for the record, my mama doesn't. But I'm just being funny. Yeah, like, I don't need it. My exactly. It's just different. It ain't my what, house. <laughs> what turns you on? Yeah. You know now. Yeah. So I think it goes to that. Whereas, I, and I know tech support is kind of zoned out. Ain't even listen to he, us. He is texting. He but is. from the standpoint of a guy, what <laughs> turns them on in high school and college and when they're grown, like mm-hmm. you walk out naked and ooh, like they don't really change. Unless, am I saying it wrong? Does it change? Okay, the question yeah, is, exactly. hang on, the question is, can a man get a low sex drive because maybe they're overworked? Let's say the woman's lazy. Let's say she just sits on the couch ain't doing nothing i come home and i still gotta clean should she then judge him on but it? i think if he was the homemaker because there are some men that stay home yeah and she was the but he's tired i'm raising your kids and i'm doing all these things i'm tired would it change but see i don't know if the woman wouldn't understand does that make sense most women know that their sex drive depends on yes other factors That's it's not true. just having a naked guy in front of me who's cute I think women are more understanding to, oh, he's tired or whatever versus a man because they're not understanding those dynamics. Sure. So I think it's more from the standpoint of lack of understanding, Mm -hmm. like being in that person's shoes. Mm -hmm. That's causing that bumping of the head. The question I was trying to ask, but I appreciate that point. Tech support. If a man was the breadwinner and he didn't understand the woman who's the homemaker that's tired, could that same man, for whatever reason, if the roles were reversed, feel what she feels and have a lower sex drive? He said, you're saying it's possible. Now we're flipping to Mr. Derrick's section. Yes. Mr. Derrick brought up the point of test driving and why you shouldn't test drive so my question to you is is test driving misleading or necessary for the next level in a relationship i go back to it depends on the person for me yes let's talk about you first personally sure sure test driving is necessary okay because here's the thing is you can speak on things but not having known an experience you don't know for instance but is this experience for the relationship or for you to grow both okay keep going Because how can you speak on things that you haven't experienced? Does that make sense? Like you can say what you think you would do in that situation, but you don't know until you've been through it. While I understand and I'm not, I'm saying do what works for you. Test driving is important for me because then you're able to have those conversations live with real experiences and emotions to back it up versus hypothetically Mm -hmm. sure and then when it comes up yeah i changed my mind and that's their prerogative but if you experience it and you can talk about it you're more likely to be accurate in your assessment of how you're gonna handle that situation do you think that more women should try it that way with that understanding in mind do you think that should be something that women should consider because of the explanation you're giving no i mean you have to do what's right for you you have to go what's right don't know you know keep in mind this I mean, situation things, is young yeah women. this but uh, older th- women obviously yeah should but this and comes may know better but this comes in with you gotta look at your beliefs
beliefs, your, you know, your material, like all of those things come in play when you're making decisions like that. So I can't give a blanket statement to all the masses because it's going to be different for everybody. I can only speak for what worked for me. I don't disagree with test driving. I think there should be limits to this test driving. That's just my two cents on it. You know, I, I don't mind test driving. Like for instance, I did, um, live with tech support before we got married oh, oh my gosh on podcast before <laughs> but um it was with the condition shut that we were already engaged me. i don't know if i would have i don't i don't I don't shut up. I don't know if I necessarily would have. I don't have the opportunity to say, it, but I don't know, or at least I wasn't thinking about moving in with tech support. I know when we were dating, I wasn't even going to move in with tech support. The reason why I moved in is because we were engaged, and what's the point if we're about to get married a year later? Um, so I didn't mind during that engagement year testing the water, so that way we both go down the aisle, like you how you're saying, like mm-hmm. you know, and feel being for sure instead of you waking up and then. That whole year is like feeling like you just thought it all over what happened yeah. what happened um so i don't mind that but i i feel like we would have to be in a place of deep commitment like i can't be test driving to get you to get to a deep commitment we'd have to already be in a deep commitment i would be willing to test drive with training wheels and we take them training wheels off the deeper we get that would be yeah and i mean when i say test driving it's that's oh, what I, I mean. Knock, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. It, you know, you have to be in a space where it makes sense. You don't, you know. Yeah, but some people jump into things right away, not in a bad way. Um, And it's not necessarily saying young, old, or whatever, or whatever stage. You got to go um, what you feel. Yeah, you should go with what you feel, but how much should there be logic to? Yes, there has to be a balance. But yeah, definitely, I agree. There, Yes, definitely a balance. But in terms of what works for one person, what works for the... You can't do that comparison thing. You'll always be comparison. You'll never... Oh, you, no. you you not have a to, comparison thing. Yeah, you no, have to no, do no. what's right for you. And sometimes what works with one relationship won't work in another relationship. So those are things that... Well, without doing the comparison, I guess the thing is about the communication between the two individuals. Yes. I mean, I, I don't think of it as a comparison thing. I think of it as if we're both jumping into testing, what does that mean for you? What does that mean for me? Yes. And it's that's being why on I'm that going same, with the yes, deeper commitment. It like, needs to be I on that same same page yeah we have to be on that same page because i don't need you to think that if you get it we don't need to go here yes right and what if i don't know that and i just jump in because my heart's in it yeah you know what i mean so i guess that's that premise of what steps need to be taken you definitely have to have check-ins in a relationship to no matter which way you go yes yeah yeah Yes. Absolutely. So yeah, I agree with that. And I, if, but if, even yeah. talking about things like, this is why I like podcasts like that or information like that is because I ain't never been married, have a kid in my house, but I haven't birthed a child. Sure. I don't know what having infants in the house when you're married feels like and is, you know what I'm saying? Sure. But it's nice to hear other people's experiences because then it can be a conversation of, huh? All right, so here's potentially how to navigate these waters or prepare ourselves for when this happens. It's not a sit on it for 
frustration versus, ha, huh, this is what's happening here. We've identified it. Let's talk about it and resolve and it. really talk about it. There are too many people that all they hear is, when you're going to get married, when you're going to get married, when you're going to get married. Okay. Do you want to get married? Yeah. I want to get married. Done. We had the conversation. No, bro. No, How, who moves into who house? Yeah. How many kids? Maybe y'all agree on kids, but the number of kids make a difference. I want one. You want six. Oh, Whoa, yeah. bro. You know, um, you can have, have them six. They like, come out of you. Really have those conversations. It can't be no, it can't be cutesy. It can't be. Of course yeah. I want to have, and that's, I want him to have your and eyes think, and him yeah. have my smile. No, who gives? a damn how many how kids? much are you helping are you changing diapers because they can have all of that and still be bad as hell and you tired <laughs> right that like really get into what are you gonna how what is your thought of women working in the home if i'm the homemaker yeah. you say you know what you ain't gotta lift a finger and i'm the homemaker do you consider that a real occupation you know these yeah. are those deep dive conversations and and you're right i love that particular podcast so shout out to sissy for bringing it up because while we could go back and forth on, you know, I don't agree with him. I agree with her. It brought conversation. Well, and not just that. Like, those are door openers for if you listen to it with your significant others and stuff. What are your thoughts on that? It's an exactly. easy segue where you're not just, well, blah, 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 blah. And right. they feel like, off guard. What right. you trying to trick me right. type of thing. It's more of a, we listen to it together and it's a natural conversation mm-hmm. that sparks but I think the the only part of that is you have to be open to receive and listen and not be having the conversation to convince them to feel the way you feel. Right. What is the livable situation that makes us both happy, continue to be in or love, we thrive, can't, grow, or, blah, or, blah, blah, blah. Or, or part do, ways. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, but it has to be a healthy conversation, not a, all right, that's how I feel. You feel this way too, right, boo? Because you love do. me. Yes. I got you. Or it do or time out, or tell them what they want to hear yeah. just to get them there because then that's trapping. Yeah. So if women are pressuring, please have men be- and women be up front with it in regard to that. That's not the time yeah. to you have to be hold back. You have to be truly honest and be yourself. That's one thing in like, your relationship ain't gonna work if you're not yourself because the person they're in love with or with and you. Don't you want someone who wants to be with you? Right. The gentleman, Mr. Derek Jackson, uh, talked about meaningless sex and how, you know, this happens before marriage. And how, you know, this is why he's an advocate for not having sex before marriage because it is meaningless in the beginning until you get married. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but the question is, is sex before marriage meaningless if it is a true and deep relationship? Is there such a thing as evolution to the sex and relationship? That's a long question. So the, okay. (laughs) So take it bite by bite. Okay. So I think you can have meaningless sex no matter what. It it depends on you. And I think he was talking more from a guy's perspective, I I think, versus a woman's perspective. But in both cases, yeah, you can have meaningless you can have meaningless sex. Well, he was more Um, talking about like different relationships and in in a committed relationship. Um He was talking about both. I mean, 
In a casual relationship, yes. In a meaningful relationship, at times, yes. Because at some point, you may not have been as committed. You know, you know what I'm saying? In the beginning, it might have been a satisfaction thing versus I feel something for you thing. Mm-hmm. From the standpoint of, do I think it's a switch flip of when I get married, I now sex is always meaningful? No, because there are times where married people have sex just for the satisfaction when they met at each other. Doesn't mean they don't love each other, but at this point, go sleep on the couch, but I can't get it from nowhere else. So you finna give me some, now go type of thing. So I don't necessarily think that marriage means you no longer have meaningless sex. It's just a matter of people assume that because you're married, you love each other deep down. So therefore it's never meaningless. It is a commitment. It's automatically assumed there's the commitment because you did. But just because you're in a committed relationship to me doesn't mean you don't have meaningless sex. If that makes sense. Okay. The thought of from where he was coming from is it's an emotional intimacy. Correct. It's just the physical. I'm horny. My testosterone or I'm horny for a woman too. Correct. But you know, I'm horny. I need some, my urges versus I'm trying to be intimate and be closer to you. I want to be touched. I need to feel loved. I need to feel valued. So question. That was how he was referring. You've been in a committed relationship for 20 plus years. You're going to do the evolution. Wait a minute. Is there such thing as evolution? Just say yes or no. Evolution of sex? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Go ahead. So, because your relationship grows, so sex grows, but you can also have an evolution backwards too. Mm, Okay. So, um, Look at her trying to drop a gem two seconds (laughs) in. Go ahead. Question. Now we're going to put, you know, Mohesa on the spot. You've been in a committed relationship for 20 plus years. 20 plus years. Have you ever had meaningless sex in your committed relationship where it was just... Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, that's all I need. Proof, evidence. Hero. Remember the song, Hero? Urges. He know. <laughs> he know. <laughs> See? So I just need him to know, I need you to know where I'm coming from when I say it. That's an insider for me and him because I, I am very private about stuff like that, but he knows what I mean now by But at the end of the day, so it was meaningless in the sense that you weren't seeking an emotional connection, but at the end of the day, yeah. you still loved him. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, absolutely, 100. It's the act of meaningless sex doesn't mean that you don't care for the person. I think that is... I agree with you. I think, to me, the only little extra I'll throw in there, the little mohazel sprinkle I'll throw in there is, if it is still all meaningless after you are married, please communicate that with your partner because both of y'all ain't having meaningless sex 24-7 in a marriage. And maybe so, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it isn't. Wait, hang on. I'm not saying you can't. I'm not shaming. What I'm saying is if you are, then make sure you have the conversation to be like, babe, I'm just straight horny. Is that all right with you? <laughs> yeah, boo, I'm horny too. Okay, keep it moving. And keep I, it grooving. Yeah. But if it isn't, when intimacy it's, is important to your partner, you need to make it a priority to make to get to there, to be on the same page and then you if need you to truly un- love yes. them. And you Don't need feel to- pressure to, but if you truly love them and want to grow with them, yes. then you need to because, do what you got to do to get there. Because for every... That sex, makes sense? Yes, because okay. sex not is not necessarily intimate or the level of intimacy that everyone needs. Sure. So there may be another level or something else that gives that person that feeling of love and intimacy. 
for you need to make sure yes it's a, you but have it needs to, to be understand known. you it have to understand yes, yes you yeah. have to understand that yeah because some people have traumas around sex and stuff like that Absolutely. which could lead that not to be an intimate or feel sexy yes feel... so you just you gotta yeah. break that down and yeah. you and you grow with each other on that though and it's a vulnerable space and as far as the most vulnerable space because it's vulnerable when emotions are attached but when it's truly meaningless i'm talking you about don't... no i am talking about when it's emotional okay no that's exa- no if it's mean no i'm sorry to be 100 clear when one or both of us agree that it's intimate yeah. It is a vulnerable place. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Emotion, yeah, because your emotions are attached. It just is what it is. Yes. Get it in how you can fit it. Ass out, baby. It just needs to be on the same page all the time. Every yes. time. You can't just say, hey, I want a threesome. Bro, y'all, that's a conversation. You can't just say, hey, I brought Becky to the room. Why? I mean, we have meaningless sex, right? No. No, we're not. You know what I mean? You can't introduce these crazy, meaningless things and expect that person to be on the same page without the conversation. Yeah. Um, so we'll wrap up. I'm satisfied. You satisfied? You will never be satisfied. Oh, God. I knew it was going into Hamilton. So I'll wait for it. Your final thought. Tell us your final thought. I'm not giving her any Hamilton references now. What is the aha to get from this conversation? To have a conversation. For the record, I'm going to let you finish, but we broke tech support because he was ignoring, but Hamilton brought him back in. I just want you to know, I know how to get tech support. Your horniness brought him back in. That's what it was. Anyways, so I think the moral is you got to have these conversations, but you have to be open to listening to what the other person's saying. I'll say before you judge your partner on their intimacy level, wear their shoes, understand, like you said, their traumas, their fatigue, thoughts on intimacy before you really start pinpointing, I mean, or finger blaming for what doesn't occur in the marriage at the frequency that you require it. Because her bringing that up, I'm not saying he didn't know that, but even if he knew it, it apparently didn't matter to him. Well, I think some of it from a man's perspective, and not to dig back deeper into it, but men equate that with desire and wanting. So it sh- I shouldn't have to do anything. You should automatically want me, want me, want me. So Because I want you, want you, want you. So when you don't want me, want me, want me, what does I that get mean? defensive. You know what I'm saying? Like a man gets defensive. Like, because I'm taking you as you are. Take me as I am. What's not up? understanding that it got nothing to do with you, boo. It not, not, well, it do. did because I had your kids, but you outside know, of that. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's they don't link it to all that. Right. So it becomes a. It needs to be a bigger picture. Yeah. All right. Well, I enjoyed this topic. So, petty word of the day. Oh, she's excited. Jeez. Uh, So petty word of the day. It's where we take a pretty word out the dictionary and we learn it, absorb it, and uh, we teach it to you. So we decide to have you learn it the way we learn it in pretty petty sentences. And with that being said, Miss Glam, you are up first. My petty word is a noun and it's bugbear. 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 Yes. And it means, and it's actually spelled. Two animals. No, it's one word. It's spelled B-U-G-B-E-A-R. Okay. Bugbear. Mm-hmm. It means a continuing source of irritation. Wow. My sentence. I am positive my morning antics when I call Mo Hazel 
are a bugbear to tech support. And I love it. He flips through phone. He's not even. That's okay. Oh, he did look up. That's okay. He's shaking his head. My morning antics tomorrow will remind him of this sentence <laughs> while I get my giggles. <sighs> All right. Because he's off and I'm going to thoroughly enjoy irritating you. My word, bathroskite. Bathroskite. It's a noun. A person who talks at great length without making much sense. Miss Glam. Do you think the reason tech support was absent most of this season is because he thinks we're bathroskites? No, I think it's because we're smarter than him and he can't follow along. Dang. Shots fired. No comment? Bugbear. No comment. Bugbear. <laughs> you know what that is? He said, you know what? I had the interview. They told me they were going to give me a call back, so I'm just going to be quiet because I'm going to have the last laugh when I turn my pink slip in. That's that. That's that. I'm done with this job, and I'm just gonna sit here and be quiet and collect this check because um I've been applying and I've got some interviews and I got some uh potentials. You live <laughs> I'm here. I'm waiting for combat. Callbacks. You live here. That is hilarious. Well, Miss Glam, I enjoyed this episode with you. It really is. I mean, one more season, one more show, one, one more, more show. So today is the last before the season finale. Yes. All right, and then after that, please know we take a month off. And then we'll come back with a brand new season with some surprises and some updates. But you'll get the two same girls with the two same energy and the two same petty. So with that being said, Miss Glam. Until next time. And we are out.